Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to Marianne Live. I'm your host. Of course I am. Who else would I be? Marianne Camarado. For those of you joining us for the first time, sometimes I say that. You don't know who I am. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm your super ego. <laughs> maybe I'm the voice of, of your past saying, you know what? You need to be putting good things in your mind. Whatever brought you here, we're so glad you're here. And for those of you who are returning again, we are eternally grateful uh, you've been with us for 10 years, some of you, uh, all over the world. We're so glad that you keep tuning in and uh, that we have the privilege of bringing you amazing guests like our guest today uh, to try to help you attract and create healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships. Pauline Middleton is going to be joining us this hour. She's going to be talking to us about her new book, One Woman, Three Men, a novel about modern love and sex. Very scintillating. Oh, but it's a little bit deeper than you think. There are rules to navigate this relationship road, and Pauline is going to be sharing those tips with us this hour. But before we get to that, let's do what I love to do at the top of every hour, and that's get here. Get present. It seems so simple. One of my favorite ways to do that, to be open presence so we can receive Pauline's presence is to find our breath. Just notice where your breath is in your body. There's nothing to do about it necessarily. Just notice, is it in your chest? Is it in your belly? Is it in your earlobe? Maybe it's in your feet. Maybe you can't feel it yet. This is a good place to start to just turn our attention to our bodies that we drive and use and work all day long, every day. And sometimes we forget to check in and say, hey, body, hey, breath, thank you for breathing me in and out. Thank you for carrying me around all day long. And notice what happens when you bring your attention to your breath. Some of us like to think that we start to auto-regulate, right? We start to calm the nervous system, to function in all our parts and in the ways that we're designed because, boy, we are underneath it, most of us. We have so many demands. Life is spinning so much faster than ever before. Lots on our plate. We may be going through illness, caring for parents that aren't doing well. You might be healing from something inside or outside, emotionally or otherwise. It's a lot to deal with, never mind survival. So just allowing yourself to settle for another moment. Another thing I like to do is hear my sound. Hear your sound, the sound of yourself on an exhale. Just go ahead and try it. <sighs> All right, there you are. There's your sound, your unique 
yourself, breathing you. Another part of our practice we like to do is find a portal of gratitude now that we are embodied or trying to get there. We're present in our bodies. Who helped make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? My list is so long, we're going to get to that in just a minute, but it's something to ponder, and it helps us find our way to a perspective of gratitude, which is not a secret anymore. The secret is out. Gratitude is a wonderful perspective. It's a great way to orient ourselves in life as we move through the world. So who helps make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? How about the electronic device you're using or the breakfast or lunch or dinner that's in your belly turning away? How many people did it take to write that book, right? To, to write the book that you're going to buy today. <laughs> Pauline, Middleton, Pauline Middleton's book, right? Probably dozens, if not maybe a hundred people or more in distribution and paper and color and artistry and thoughts and time. I mean, yeah. So go ahead and go down your list while you're breathing in and out. I'm going to mention a few of the folks who make the top of our list uh, at the program here on Marian Live, mostly because they make this program possible so we can reach you. Our honorary sponsor is the One World Children's Fund.org, uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. Uh, we envision a world where we act together as a global community to ensure all children have education, health care, and a safe home, they say. We love that organization, and we're so proud to be affiliated with them. At the national level here in the United States, where our mothership is, the National Action Organization, committed to changing the way our culture values each other, uh, NACTION.org if you're online. Um, programs just like this are made possible by the National Action Organization. 100% uh, of the proceeds goes to programming just like this. And at the local level, if you like bookstores, I do. I know my guest likes books like me. She might even love books. If you love books, you probably love bookstores. But the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California, if you're in Northern California, has got the latest in meditation and revelation. It's sort of an iconic little place uh, that people troll around when, the, when we're looking for answers, right? We're looking to find ways to navigate through life's complexity. So we're so grateful to all those folks. And Linda McKenzie, Jay Cruz, and Healthy Lots of Net Radio. And, yeah, finding your way back to this present moment. You're feeling grateful, hopefully, or trying to cultivate that attitude of gratitude. You know where your breath is. And so now you're poised and ready to hear a little bit about our guest today. And we're going to dive in with Pauline Middleton here in just a minute. So let me tell you a little bit about Pauline Aside from the very provocative title of her book, some of you ladies are just beside yourself, One Woman, Three Men, O-M-G, <laughs> right? Well, Pauline Middleton is a modern love coach and an author. And having three men for a while can empower a woman in her love life, she says. And Pauline knows all about this, and she's had three men herself, and, and it led her to find true love. She's a coach. She's going to talk about that a little bit later in the program, her available coaching. You can go to modernloveandsex.com for more information or during the breaks, if you like, to find out more about Pauline. But Pauline's written this book for us. So she says, who, who says you have to find the one? How about three men? One to talk about the meaning of life with, one to be intimate with, and one to be a handyman. <laughs> well, Divorced single mother Pauline Middleton made up her mind to date three different men, one for each area that was important to her. 
and she began a very transparent, conscious dating search online. Every man she connected with knew her plan and needed to state which area he wished to be considered for. The interactions were fun, funny, and profound, and since creating modern love, Pauline has coached hundreds of people to get in touch with the three most important areas in their lives, whatever they may be. Her process also works for men seeking women and same-sex couples. It's fun, but Under the Humor is a serious book at bringing our highest consciousness to modern love and sex. Welcome to the program, Pauline. We're so glad you're here. Thank you very much for having me, Marianne. Well, this is quite something, this, this conscious approach. Before we get to that, though, we, it really begs the question, uh, what were you doing before you decided to go for the three-way uh, story here? <laughs> you must have run into, I've read your book, so you ran into some challenges and thought, forget it, I'm going to choose three men. Tell us a little about your relationship history, would you? Yeah, sure. Well, I was uh, married uh, to a man for six years, but then, unfortunately, you know, we had a we had to divorce. Uh, we had a daughter together, uh, so that was really, you know, uh, a difficult uh, thing to go through for both of us, actually. And then shortly thereafter, I met another man, and uh, but then after a year, I found out that he was cheating on me. And uh, so, you know, at that point, I was just devastated. And I was thinking to myself, okay, well, either there's something wrong with me or with love. <laughs> because I felt, you know, I had done my utmost with both of these men who were very different in character. So, you know, in that sense, I was just saying, okay, well, maybe I need to rethink this. Also because I looked around and saw my friends, and a number of them were actually struggling with love. Mm-hmm. Uh, for different reasons, but, but you know, I wasn't seeing like uh, 10 couples around me that just had a great, well-functioning love life. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, okay, maybe I need to reconsider things. Mm-hmm. And then first I said, okay, can I live without a man? Mm-hmm. How about if I just, you know, what do I really need a man for? Mm-hmm. And then I sat down, I like to make lists of things, and then um, I started making this list, thinking that maybe there would be three or four things on the list, and then I could convince myself I could live without it. That would be, definitely be the most, un, you know, the easiest way out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Adjust those expectations to zero. That's a good idea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I had met women who had done that. Yes. But, but then happy. I found that, well, uh, before long there were 26 areas on my list. And then I figured, okay, well, 26 areas, that's too much to live without. So I won't even try. But I also knew that when you go dating, you know, you can't go out and have a list of 26 areas because, I mean, I would never respond to a profile like that. That's like way too much. So I looked at the areas and then I figured, okay, some of them can be grouped together and what is actually the most important. And then I let it sit for a couple of days and then I looked at it again. You know, I didn't force myself in this process. I let it take the time that I needed in order to to feel where I was at with it and what I really felt like and, you know, feel my inner uh, most true voice. Mm-hmm. And then um, at some point I was saying, okay, well, actually there are three areas that are important to me. I like to talk uh, about uh, life and love and politics and so on. And uh, I live in an old house, so I need help uh, from a guy who's a handyman because I'm a very good assistant, but I can't plan uh, practical projects. I just can't. And then I also wanted uh, uh, a guy for whom sex was important. 
Uh, and, you know, that actually posed a challenge to me because how, what, what does that mean? You know, doesn't every man uh, enjoy sex? But my experience showed that some men, it's just, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and then that's fine for them. And I wanted a guy who was uh, attentive and who was curious and who felt like exploring uh, the area with me. Um, and then I was thinking that I was going to look for a guy with these three uh, traits. But then I said, no, maybe I should actually separate it, just like a researcher does, saying there are three different areas. I'll find a guy for one for each area, and then I'll find out where it goes wrong. This is brilliant. This is really a great experiment. And, you know, just to back up for a minute, if you're just joining us, Pauline Middleton is with us today on Marianne Live, and uh, she's written a brilliant uh, book for us, One Woman, Three Men, and brilliant in the sense that most of us wouldn't even think that we could have what we wanted, right? We would have stopped at, my wants are too much, I better minimize them and just get on with it because this is the way it is. So your brilliance for me, in, in part, not entirely, but certainly in part lies in the courage that you had to really stay with the, the momentum of finding what it is you wanted and needed and even exploring that. And we're going to get into a little bit more of that later. But, but let's go back for a minute, Pauline, to this idea about what, how, who, who comes to love. You know, we come to this mythology around love for the most part, right, the happily ever after story. Most of us are, you know, we buy it hook, line, and sinker. All the Western culture has a particular way it looks. And, you know, I've been trying to find that guy who started that story. <laughs> and I'm sure he's dead. But I really, it seem like a, uh, uh, I'd love to have talked to this person and said, you know, this is really crap. Why did you do this to us? But, but I think this is where a lot of us get tripped up because we never investigate the motivation, the, the story that we're moving towards. We just have it that, oh, I'm going to meet someone, we'll have great chemistry, we'll fall in love and live happily ever after. What do you think about this? And how do you think this harms us? Well, I, I totally agree with you. We are uh, infested with that idea in the Western uh, culture. Uh, and uh, I think it's too bad because having just one love image, one love ideal, means that a lot of people are under feel that they're not a success yes. in it. Uh, whereas if they looked at their life in a different manner, they would maybe feel much more happy about the way they live their love life, even though it's changing, yes. actually by the fact that it is changing. Yes. Because what this ideal that you're mentioning, you know, where we meet the high school sweetheart, we get... Uh, so we fall so much in love with each other. We have children, have a house, uh, and stay faithful to each other, both emotionally and sexually, the rest of our lives. Yeah. I mean, that is such a, a model that doesn't yeah. allow yeah. for change. Yes, and most of us know, uh, or at least we've thought about this before, that it's a very provincial, handed down through these sort of religious dogma and our families and the cultural norms and all of that, and it's not just a story. It's been definitely a survival orientation for a lot of us, right? We, we depend on our relationships for um, basic survival needs, to raise our families, for our emotional needs. There's a lot packed in here. So it's not as trivial as we're, you know, we might be laughing, but there's a lot here. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And, and, you know, just imagine whoever asked you what would you, what kind of love life would you like? 
Exactly. I bet, I bet not very many people did right. before you started working with this area. No, not at all. No one, as a no. matter of fact. I don't know about you, Pauline, but I, 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 the best advice I got was this. Most men are only ever going to want to have sex with you. Colon. <laughs> And then, Me too. right, and 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 therefore, and thus, and then the advice yeah. flowed. You yeah, know, exactly. you, you either need to use it to your advantage. Some people said that we're mostly male. Yeah. You need to, you know, never tell the truth because men don't want damaged goods. I mean, the, the litany of of garbage yeah. Yeah. that we women have accumulated in our psyches is extraordinary, right? The women who wanted to teach you how to wind him around your little finger. Ah, yes. You know, that's another thing. Yes. Like learn the tricks and, yes. you know, how to maneuver yes. in this yes. landscape. Yes. But nobody asked you what kind of landscape would you like. That's right, which you've done brilliantly. They, they've said things like be a, a tiger in the bedroom and a homemaker in the kitchen or whatever this yeah, jazz is, exactly. right? All of those things. Right. Yeah. So let's go back to your story, your, your brilliant move away from this. Um, politically correct, um, archetypal, mythological, or societal normative story that you broke free, some genius inside of you said, hey, what do I want? And uh, decided to embark on an experiment using yourself as a guinea pig. Okay. <laughs> Tell us how you started and what were some of the stumbling blocks. And we're going to go to break in a couple minutes, but we're going to get started here. How was it for you? What did you decide? Tell us about, you know, your stepping up to this challenge. Well, you know, I decided to go online and create a dating profile on a dating site here. Mm. So I looked at the different dating sites, and then I found the one that is for uh, for people who have uh, who have an education of some sort. Um, and I have an education, so I figured, well, you know, that will, that will be a good starting point. And I also thought maybe there would be men there who would find it interesting that I had this different approach. Yeah. So I uploaded this profile saying I'm looking for three men, uh, one to talk to, a lover, and a handyman. And then I gave five lines <laughs> to describe either, each of them. <laughs> Do you remember what the line said? Can you, can you paraphrase at least for us? Yeah, yeah, you said, you know, I, I said I would like a guy to talk to because I like to talk about life and love and so on. And, and I also uh, like a guy who's able to listen because I'm able to listen. So, you know, I wanted to signal both elements were important to me because otherwise the guy might think, oh, I'm going to get this woman who doesn't stop talking, you know. So I was, I was kind of looking at it from this viewpoint as well. And then in terms of the handyman, I explained that I was living in an old house and I needed help to put up uh, bookshelves or to put up a lamp or fix something in the garden or whatever. Uh, and I was a very good assistant, uh, so he would also know that. So he and would get would something out of it, right? He'd get something out of it. He would get a uh, hot meal and beer and coffee and cake and so on. So. Okay. <laughs> and then guy number three? Yes, guy number three was, well, I wanted uh, a lover uh, for fun and varied sex, often. Mm -hmm. And then I did force myself to define what is often, and I said, uh, every day, ah, that's a little too much. Uh, once a week, that's a little too little. So three to four times a week. Beautiful. When we come back after the break, we're going to see how what kind of responses Pauline got to this wonderful experiment that she's turned into a book for us, One Woman, Three Men, a novel about modern love and sex, and, and how you too can 
find out what it is that you really want uh, from your love life when we get back right here on Ma- uh, Marion Live. Pauline Middleton is joining us today, folks. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've We've ordered ordered No More More Love Life Life Drama Drama for us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody wants to be a fly on the wall for this conversation. We have got a live one, people. A substantial, well-educated, gorgeous woman with great values and clearly an ethical woman. I'm staring right at her, Pauline Middleton. A woman who said, you know what, I need to move out of that old paradigm. I have heartbreak, love lost, and I do not know what to do. Oh, bright idea, the light bulb goes on, and she says, you know what, she did something that many of us have actually thought about but probably didn't have the courage to do given all of the social constraints, which is she said, you know what, maybe I don't need just one person. Maybe there are three people because my needs are a lot. I have 26 specific needs. So she broke them up into categories for us and then was just explaining how she went out in the world online dating and put an ad up and told the world exactly what she wanted and needed. How empowering is that? So. Pauline, let's pick up and and talk a little bit about uh, how that was for you when you started getting responses from these guys, and then we're going to talk a little bit, we're going to dig a little bit deeper after this. 
um, because this is pulling on a lot of people's heartstrings here. Yeah, well, you know, when I uploaded the profile looking for three men, I went offline for 24 hours because I was like, oh, what is going to happen here? You know, are they going to think I'm crazy? Uh, are they going to, you know, abuse me verbally? What is going to happen? Or am I going to be ignored completely? Yeah. Uh, and I hadn't talked to any of my friends or family about this because I was just saying, I'll, I'll try it out and see what happens. And then when I got online again after, uh, you know, 24 hours, there were a lot of answers from men. So I was like, ooh, okay, I'm hitting on something here. The majority of them read, hey, you're a lucky woman because I'm a three-in-one. And then I was like, well, you know, I see your point, but in order to go on a date with me, you need to choose one of the roles. And that really uh, ended up serving as a catalyst for bringing out these guys' character. Because some of the guys that were like, ah, you are completely crazy. I don't want to even deal with you when you, when you mean it seriously. Uh, that was a minority. And then um, a number of them immediately stated what they wanted. And then quite a large number, uh, I'd say 40% of them, they said, oh, I need to think about it. And then uh, when they got back, if they got back, we had a very interesting starting point for conversation. You know, so, so they, I knew a little more about them, uh, and they were also curious with me. And that also turned out to be the case of the date, because we could talk about these three roles, and, and some of them were asking, why these three? And, and uh, well, what can I do to get to the sex part? You know, I'm, I'm fine with the practical stuff at the start, but I want to get there into the bedroom. And, you know, so it was, it was really a very good uh, catalyst for talking about something else. Because I don't know if you've been on a date, you know, it's like a very sensitive yeah. emotional state. You know, you're like, oh, is this my soulmate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or is this even just a decent guy? Yeah. Uh, whereas here, you know, I allow the things to play out a little more. Yes, and before the, um, this, this, uh, during this last break, I should say, you and I were talking about one of the things that you're um, really committed to doing is helping give women a different way to think about love and approach uh, love from a different paradigm, really. And basically yeah. that's what you've done. Um, this is very empowering and terrifying, right? Because there's <laughs> not, there's, you know, not a role model for it. You, by the way, no. that might yeah. be it yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for a lot of us. Thank you so much. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're grateful for that. And yet this journey we're going to, ask you a couple more questions about like what were some of the funniest things that you encountered for example and then where this ultimately led you because you now are in a relationship with one man uh in a committed yeah. relationship oh, yeah. so so this mm -hmm. did lead you to your own learning experience but the learning curve was not without its bumps and and highlights so let's talk about some of those what were some of the highlights uh, some of your favorite parts and and then what were some of the things that were you know difficult and disappointing well, you know, I describe uh, a number of the dates in the book, uh, and that is both to share the highlights and the disappointing moments. Uh, I have the attitude that uh, a disappointing moment uh, should not be allowed to stay for too long in you. You know, so, and therefore I think by sharing some of mine, um, other women can see, oh, well, you know, it was mine at least was not as bad as hers, or it was even worse, or, you know, it's fine to make mistakes as long as we kind of do them in a qualified manner and we don't repeat the same mistake over and over again. So, so that's also a part of the reason why I chose to write a book about it. Um, and then, like you were saying, um, 
I think it's really important to allow yourself as a woman to think things in a different manner than the model we are brought up with. Because the model you're brought up with may be right for you, and then, of course, don't think about it again. But if there are some things that don't work out or you continue to have relationships that don't work for you, maybe it's because you actually want a different kind of love life. Mm. And, and like I say, I didn't share it with my friends. Even my two closest friends didn't know about it until after like a month or so. Because I, I needed to, to try to do it myself and see, okay, how does this, how does this go? And then when I found, okay, it is actually going well, mm-hmm. then I started sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's very much for me about uh, allowing yourself to step outside the line mm-hmm. and share it as much as you uh, feel you, you want to. Yeah. At any point, did you achieve, uh, so for folks who were tuning in, uh, we're talking with uh, Pauline Middleton about her book, One Woman, Three Men. Did you ever achieve that ratio? Did you ever get the three men? And and how was that for you? Yes, I did. And it was a lot of work, you know, because there was a lot of logistics, coordinating this and that, and, you know, finding out who am I going to meet tonight and today and so on. I was only seeing these men uh, every second week because that was when my daughter was with her dad because I didn't want to feel like involving her and she was 12 at the time. And I was just like, you know, uh, this is a grown-up thing, so I want to deal with it myself. I really respect that. And then, yeah, and and then I was, um, before this model, I was quite a a romantic woman. Uh, I still am, but I'm I'm less, uh, it plays less of an importance in my love life today. Because early on, I could attribute almost, Romance to anything in a relationship, yeah. you know. I would uh, interpret, and I know quite a lot of women who feel the same way. That's also why I'm sharing it. Yes. <laughs> but with three men I was dating, there simply was not the time to build my romantic castle in the head. Yeah. Because every now and then, you know, I'd be confused. Like, okay, was that? Did he say this? Did he say that? So all the interpretation was just much, much less important. And there was much more of me being present in the now with these guys. Yeah. Because I have to. Yeah. And so did you get the, um, what people might call the typical, come on, you don't want to be with those other men. You know, you want to be with me. Was there ah, yes. competition and jealousy? <laughs> I know you talk about it in the book, but uh, for those yes, who was. don't have the book, tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, when I was, uh, I, I got three men, and then after three or four times with the, the handyman, for instance, he would typically ask me, okay, is this going to lead to sex? <laughs> and, you know, the first two did it, I was like, oh, well, then I looked at him, and then I said to myself, well, actually, it was not part of the model originally. I wanted to separate the three roles, but then again... He's attractive, yeah. so why wow. don't I? Or he's not attractive, so I won't. Yes, you know, right. because I had specified the premises for these guys before going on yes. these dates or before meeting with them, I felt completely entitled to say no if I didn't feel like it. Yes. And that was also something very powerful. Yeah. Um, so, so that was a part of it. Then I, uh, you know, if I said to the handyman after four times of meeting that it wasn't going to lead to sex, then he said, well, then you need to find somebody else to help you. You know, he would leave. Uh, the talking guys were sticking out for longer, uh, feeling quite sure that they would be able to, to kind of, you know, compete uh, with the guy in the bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> yeah. But I would also say that the men, men who have competition standing in the wings, 
Oh my, they perform much better than men do. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys that were just there for the intimacy, uh, not so remarkable? Well, sure. You know, I, I, I had to... I had a couple of jealousy moments as well, you know, because I definitely remember one guy who was like, you know, really handsome and fun and great in bed. And then when he left, you know, it was like, uh, oh, hi, I left his head. And then when he came back, I was there again. Formed me in prison. Oh, my. And that was quite interesting to experience. Oh, I'll bet. So we're... Yeah. Well, when we come back after the break, we're going to see where this tale goes. Not exactly. We're going to leave some of it uh, up to you to get a copy of Pauline Middleton's book, One Woman, Three Men. But we're going to get into some of the deeper concerns, like do we expect too much from a relationship? What's reasonable to expect? And Pauline's coaching that she's got available to help us on our way when we get back right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. I'm Marianne Camarado. We'll be right back. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've We've ordered ordered No More More Love Love Life Life Drama drama for us. us. Shh, over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET, they've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense. Since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everybody. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today. Pauline Middleton is with us. She's written a book, One Woman, Three Men. You know, we were talking during the break. This is not pretending to be men. This is not what this book is about. This is not what, in my opinion, Pauline, you have done. It is really about deeply listening into your own soul and your heart and your logic. It's like the whole mind-body-spirit package and experimenting (laughs) without a role model and really paving your way. And the gifts that you have to give us are are just so so ample. 
Um, and we've covered a few of them, but you, you made a really great point here during the break. Let's talk about this to women. That, that you're saying that sometimes through that old paradigm, we make ourselves unnecessarily vulnerable when we're dating, looking for just the one. Let's talk about this. Yes. Yeah, and you know, online dating is definitely putting that on a on a sort of you know pinpointing that mm -hmm. in the sense that you know you you connect with somebody, then you uh, set up a date, and then you go there, and you know. And my experience was you, it's vulnerable. Whereas my experience when I had three men, well, it was much less vulnerable. Yeah. So you know, if you can, some women I've talked to, they they have done that, but more by chance. Mm -hmm. They've had a couple of dates, you know, in parallel, mm -hmm. right after each other, or within the same week or so. Mm -hmm. But by actually saying to yourself, okay, now I want to challenge myself and break the traditional ways of doing this, mm -hmm. you will get to know yourself so much more, mm -hmm. and you will feel much less vulnerable mm -hmm. because there is always somebody who is communicating with you. Yeah. Which is a great segue into your coaching. What you learned in this experience is what you bring to the coaching that you offer women today, single and people in relationship, uh, men and women in relationship, because this, this uh, technique applies. One of the lessons you just pointed out, how to avoid being unnecessarily vulnerable by listening to yourself and expressing what you want and need. What are some of the other lessons that you feel like that well, you gained here? Well, the first uh, question that I ask people in therapy is, what would you, what kind of love life would you really like to have? Mm -hmm. And most of the people who come, I would say 99%, they say, oh, I don't know, a nice love life. I said, but what is a nice love life? Well, you know, it's something with a great guy, but what is a great guy? What does it actually mean to you? Mm -hmm. So the first, uh, after the first session, you know, we, we talk back and forth about it, and then they go home and they have the task of defining in as concrete terms as possible all the things they would like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I urge them to dream up and I urge them to be ambitious uh, for themselves and to be as concrete as possible. Mm -hmm. And then the next time we meet, we will go through these points and kind of look at it and say, okay, what are the most important areas? Mm -hmm. And then we take the talk from there in trying to find out, okay, where are some of the ob obstacles for this person? Mm -hmm. Because the obstacles are always kind of individual and often also connected to the dreams. Mm -hmm. So, you know, many people, we hold ourselves back because we don't want to fail. So it's better not to dream so hard because then I don't fall so hard when my dreams don't come true. But that also means that we don't get into contact with what is actually the most important things. Mm -hmm. So many people will have the experience, they have maybe an okay relationship going. Or they have, you know, they're not so dissatisfied, but there's still something missing. Mm -hmm. And that is, according to my experience and the people I coach, that they have not gone deep enough and asked themselves, what do I really long for? Yes, and, and some, of the thing, uh, some of the time I think, I don't know if you've found this, Pauline, is a lot of us on the other side of that feel very insecure and unlovable, broken, uh, and so forth, and really feel like underneath it unconsciously um, that we, we won't really get what we want. So that's the other, yeah. sort of the negative side of not longing for it, don't even want it, because you know mm -hmm. no one would ever love you, so you need to settle for X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that is... Um, uh, that's, in, that's uh, you know, another important aspect of that is that people uh, tend to want too much from the love. 
They want the relationship to fulfill all their needs in the world. Yeah. They want it to be uh, daddy-mommy emotions. They want it to be personal development emotions. They want it to be sexual development, you know, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And and actually, uh, it, is, it is very few people for whom one relationship is enough. Mm -hmm. and, and there's no need why it should be. Mm -hmm. The more, much more important uh, thing to ask yourself is what are the three most important areas in love for me, mm -hmm. and then do that with your partner, mm -hmm. and then all other areas in your life, be more willing to compromise, uh, do it with somebody else, you know, go hiking, or uh, practice your spiritual uh, aspects, or redefine the three roles uh, to include the spiritual aspects, mm -hmm. if that's more important for you, mm -hmm. you know, but, but define the three most important areas, because that will help you uh, maneuver in this love landscape. So on that note, Pauline, which is sort of what you were doing without knowing you were doing it, right? You had identified those three areas. At what point did you say to yourself, hmm, this isn't really optimal for me. I'd like to find one person. Or how did the story go for you uh, when you did make this well, shift? Yeah. I, um, I fell in love with a handyman, and he fell in love with me. <laughs> and then uh, he asked me to skip the other two. And then I did. And then we were together for two years. But then he was moving to another part of the country, and I couldn't join him, and then we stopped having a relationship. And then I went back to my model. But I felt when I got back to it, I was, well, you know, I have actually had some of these experiences. I, I, I seem to know that this is not the way I want to live the rest of my life. So after a year, I said to myself, okay, now stop dating and start evaluating. And then I spent three, four months, you know, asking myself, what have I actually gotten out of this experiment? Mm. Uh, what, what, uh, what do I think is important? And then I found out that the talking part is really important for me still. Mm. And the sex part was, whereas the handiwork, I could always hire somebody. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the, you know, I, I didn't enjoy very much doing these projects together. Some people love handiwork, and of mm -hmm. course then that will continue to be important for them. But for me, it wasn't really. Whereas I had found that I'm a writer, and I do research, and I do writing, and that means that every now and then from a relationship, I will kind of remove myself and, and be distant. And I found that a number of the men found that challenging. Mm -hmm. So I had to look for a guy for whom my writing and research was not challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I decided to go out and date uh, just one man at a time to find one partner with whom I could have a deep emotional relationship. Mm -hmm. And you and, and him. Yeah. I, I also wanted to say just, you know, that I was uh, listening much more to myself when I was dating than I had done before this model. Mm -hmm. So I had learned a lot from it. Beautiful. We'll get back after the break. We're going to talk about this model and how you can get your hands on it. Certainly... Uh, in the meantime, you can go to modernloveandsex.com or get a copy of Pauline Middleton's book, Wherever Fine Books Are Sold. It's available at Amazon, One Woman, Three Men. More when we return right here on Marianne Live. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. 
Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No, no More Love, love life, life Drama for, for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships, www.marianlive.com, core certification, learning tools to attract, build, and sustain great relationships. Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area, www.marianlive.com. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net. The Positive Radio Network. All right, don't worry about it. If you think, oh, my God, I could never do that, not to worry. You're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to find out what kind of a love relationship you're wanting and needing. What Pauline's doing is opening the door, helping us pull the microscope out, shifting our paradigm. To let us know, hey, we don't have just one or two options. We have lots of options here. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, the end of this story is definitely a happily, at least for now, two years later after. Pauline, finish telling us uh, you met your beloved here and you're married and in a relationship. Tell us about this, the end of this story. Yeah, because when I started dating, you know, having all my experiences from the three men model inside of me, um, I felt I was uh, much better at actually holding on to my own emotions and not going into the romantic castle building. So that had been uh, reduced to a, a sound level. Um, and I also felt like, okay, I'll only kiss if I can't help it. And then the tenth date that I was on uh, with the tenth guy that I met, well, then I couldn't help it. And luckily he couldn't help it either. So four months later we moved in together and a year later we married. Oh, beautiful. That's a gorgeous yeah. story. Now, how does your family feel about all this? Did you finally tell your friends and your family and your daughter? <laughs> Obviously, they have to know. And what do they think about this whole experiment? Well, you know, I started by telling my two best friends. And one of them, she was horrified. And she said, you must stop this immediately. I mean, it's going to ruin your reputation and you're just going to be, you know, uh, she was quite old-fashioned uh, according to my norms in her attitude but also knew that many uh, women and also men felt like her. So it was interesting to discuss it with her. Whereas my other friend, she said, ah, this is fabulous. I mean, if you have any extra men, send them my way. <laughs> I said, well, you can do it yourself. And she was like, well, you know, start by sending your extras my way. And so I did. 
<laughs> and so, what she's doing with your leftovers. <laughs> oh, she was fine, you know. <laughs> fun. She even could get them with a sort of, uh, you know, declaration of content. Very nice. Very <laughs> because nice. I could tell her a little. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So, Sharing so, is that caring. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, now what about your family and then your daughter? How did they feel about it? Uh, well, that was more tricky. Uh, my family didn't really appreciate it um, when my book came out until some of their friends came and said, whoa, that is really interesting, and she's a brave woman, and you must be so proud of your daughter. And they were like, oh, okay, well, I guess we are. So, you know, it took a little more convincing. Yeah. And uh, regarding my daughter, I didn't involve her, you know, she didn't meet all of these men. And uh, when the book was coming out, I said to her, this is, I'm publishing this book, it's coming out, and, and you know, you're not going to read any of the interviews or listen to the radio when I'm on, because it deals with grown-up issues. Um, and I, I don't, you know, she was 15 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, you, you know, I don't want you to, to, to listen to that. Uh, later on, when you're older, you're very welcome to read the book. And if anybody asks you about the book, you know, just tell them that it's your mom. She has many crazy projects, and this is just one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it helped her, she said, because she didn't know what to think about it. Yeah. And I said, of course she didn't. Um, and later, you know, two, three years later, her friends started saying, oh, can we go and talk to your mom? Because, you know, they thought that it was interesting and yes. Yes. wanted to talk about all these things that young girls want to talk about. So. Well, beautiful. Thank you for your vulnerability there, making a, a move away from the cultural norm, uh, from the tribal mentality, breaking away from the morality of a culture. These are all risky moves, but necessary to shift the paradigm, and so that you become such a strong female role model for so many women and men uh, in this day and age is really to be commended. So my hat's off to you. Our listeners are... I'm, are going to be just delighted and more importantly or as importantly i should say how do they get involved tell us about your coaching what it involves and how we can get a hold of you as we come up to the top of the hour here yeah well i do uh, online coaching and i do also in real life but since i'm based in copenhagen denmark it's uh, <laughs> probably difficult for most americans to do that um, I do come to the States at regular intervals, uh, but I would recommend, you know, the online coaching. And the reason, you know, I, it's my experience that eight to ten sessions are enough because we will spread them out. You know, it's, it's not something that goes on for months. It's something that uh, eight to ten sessions over a period of three months, then you will be starting to look at love in a different manner. It may not be three men, it may be two for you because that's better, or it may be a completely different way of living love than from what you're doing now, or it may be feeling better about being single, or, you know, there are many different ways to go about this. Mm -hmm. I'm not uh, pressuring people to have more than one partner Mm -hmm. because that's not necessarily uh, what uh, many people need. Mm -hmm. But I am helping people find out what is most important for them in their love life. Now, and, well, and both men and women really enjoy that. Yes, and we can get a hold of you at modernloveandsex.com um, yes. for more information. And then I'm assuming you're going to write a book spelling out some of these principles for folks who maybe can't afford the coaching to make this accessible. Um, is that in the, yes. in the works for folks? I yeah, hope it definitely is. Good. It is. Yeah, it's, I hope it will be done within a month or two. Good, beautiful. Because everybody <laughs> yeah, a wants... A workbook. 
yeah, people want access to this information. And for those of us who do have the means or feel like that we have to come up with the means, which when I was dating, I actually uh, borrowed some money from someone, a friend, to get some coaching because I knew the pattern that I had was uh, not good and I needed to shift it. So I highly recommend people find a good coach and it can change your life. It certainly has changed mine. It certainly has changed yours, Pauline. Uh, as we come up to the top of the hour, what do you want to leave us with today? Well, um, I urge women to, um, to be a little daring uh, in the sense that don't think you have to revolutionize everything. And don't think you have to tell everybody about it to get their approval, mm. you know. But try to allow yourself to just step a little outside the line mm. if you feel like it. Uh, because most of the time, some of your frustrations will be associated with you having to live up to some norms that are not defined by you. Mm. Um, and, and I know from my personal experience that it's possible. Uh, I even stepped a long way outside the lines, but, but you know, some of the insights I got, I could not have gotten them without it. In my book, and then if you're inspired, uh, get in touch with me. Beautiful. Well, and so they shall from your lips to eager relationship wanton folks uh, to their ears. Thank you for joining us, Pauline. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Marianne, for having me. Oh, you bet. All right, everybody, sit tight. Not to worry. We're going to be right back for our wrap, and I know you uh, may have forgotten all of that information I gave you when we come back after the wrap. I'll remind you. You'll know where to go in the meantime. Pauline, we wish you every blessing uh, until you come and see us again here on Marianne Live. Thank you very much. All right. I will. So sit tight. We'll be back in just a minute right after these messages. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships begin within self-inquiry divination deck because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one 877 dad or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm, how about this? The Container Store, the original storage and organization store. 
And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff, the container store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. If that didn't inspire you, I don't know what would. Come on. You get to do it how you want to get to dare to do relationships differently, says Pauline Middleton. Get a copy of her book. Go to her website, which is, ready for it, modernloveandsex.com. And uh, join us next week, please. Uh, we've got Kate Sutel in the house. She's written a book called The Art of Risk right here on Marianne Live. In the meantime... You know where to go for more information about who's on deck and what we've got going on. And I've got workshops coming up that I'm going to be teaching uh, coming up here at the end of 2016, going into 2017, for you to help you attract and create healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships. Oh, yeah, and it involves moving your body, dances, medicine. Oh, yeah, all that good stuff. So you want to stay tuned for that. Next week, join us here at Marianne Live, like I said, for Kate Sukal, who's going to be in the house. Uh, go do something for somebody else. Don't let them know you did it. That's the third part of your practice that we like to do together every week uh, on Marianne Live. All right, everybody, I wish you every blessing. Take good care and be good to yourself. So long until next time.